Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Welcome, everyone. Happy Tuesday, at least if you're joining us live on Facebook. So last week, uh, we had the pleasure of having Rachel Hernandez of adventuresinmobilehomes.com on the show. She's also known as the Mobile Home Girl. Uh, girl spelled with a U, by the way, <laughs> for those of you listening. Um, and we had a blast. We, we talked about how to invest in mobile homes and how it's way cheaper than investing in single family homes. Uh, and the returns are higher because you don't have as much competition. Uh, so it was, a great, it was a great conversation. If you guys missed it, then definitely go back and check out that episode of the podcast. And today we are talking about squatters versus trespassers uh, versus tenants as well. <laughs> you know, erstwhile tenants who are maybe behind or otherwise are not performing. Uh, so we'll talk about their rights and your rights as a landlord, how to get them out of your property, uh, because we, we get a lot of questions about this, you know, both in our Facebook groups and, um, you know, just people reaching out to us in general, talking about how do I get someone out of my property? I never signed a lease with them, but they're there. Right. So, Jenny, let's start with just a quick definition. You know, what, what is the difference between a, a trespasser and a squatter? Well, basically, a trespasser is somebody who goes into your property and lives in it without any permission um, and not claiming ownership kind of breaking and entering or, or, or something like that. They, um, but a trespasser doesn't have to live there, right? I mean, someone could trespass for five oh, minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's called breaking yeah. and entering. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's where the cops are called. Um, where a squatter, they kind of live on the property. And yeah, you definitely timing has a definite play in this. In most cases, um, and it's, it's generally a property owner who just kind of leaves it and doesn't inspect it, doesn't um, do anything, doesn't mow the lawn, doesn't do anything. And then somebody comes along and kind of stakes a claim, more or less, by mowing the lawn, getting electric in their name, and so forth and so on. They start taking care of the land. Um, so, they, so squatters establish residency there, basically. Yeah, pretty much. As opposed to now, trespassers who don't. Right. Now, state laws are all different in, in how this works and um, adverse possession that can be su superseded. There are local laws that come into play here. Um, a lot of your cities, New York City and Philly, had to be pretty precise on this because there was a lot of um, abandoned um, city properties where, you know, they became drug infested and homeless people decay. and whatnot. And just, yeah. So it became a little bit different um, for well, the cities. Real, real quick, let's define adverse possession for people because not everyone is familiar with that, you know, the, that legalese term uh, in real estate. Well, adverse possession is where you get possession without purchasing it, basically. Right. Um, so if someone squats in a property long enough, they sounds can so take funny. Legal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. So they can they can take legal ownership of the property if they squat there for a certain number of years, and that number varies by state law, right? So and local. local. And local. So you know, yes. it could be seven years in some states, 20, 20 years in another state. It's always it usually is pretty long term. And I'll give you a quick example. I managed a pretty large apartment community in the suburbs here, and there was. Um, a, a chunk of land in the back, just open grass area, and it backed into another man's grass area. Well, that gentleman parked cars there. He started mowing it and everything else. Well, he ended up taking the owners of the apartment complex, and because because let me go back, they came back and they had asked him to move his stuff, and he ended up taking them to court to make a long story short because he showed that he was maintaining it and, and that he was using it. He was given by adverse possession. He was given the property. So that property then became his. So he yeah. kind of, that is a, a kind of an example of squatting. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Now, and the reason, so tell us why does this matter? The, the difference between a trespasser and a squatter, you know, what, what's, what's the, the tangible difference for landlords? Well, I mean, the biggest is you can lose your property. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your biggest um, problem. And there are some varied laws. So you really have to keep an eye on it. Um, one of the biggest differences is trespassers more or less are almost committing a crime. So, um, they're, they don't have any right. They're not claiming any right. They're just kind of busting through and hanging there, you know, without any, any right to the property where a squatter claims ownership. So they actually go into the property and they, um, will fix it up, um, live there, move in their fam <laughs> and they will eventually take possession. Now, um, there are certain criteria and, and again, it's, it, it differs state by state and locale, locale by locale. Um, what, um, did, what makes a landlord giving up possession? Like, what are they doing that makes it abandoned more or less? So how has this landlord abandoned it? And so many, um, there's different variables, but for the most part, it's, they ignore it. So, but as far as how to remove intruders from your property, there's a huge difference between uh, removing trespassers versus removing squatters, right? As far there as, can yeah. be. They can also be kind of similar. Um, you know, there's, so if a trespasser, if somebody breaks and enters into your rental property, that's, you know, you had tenants that just moved out and somebody broke in there, the, the police will be called. If somebody moves in there and you haven't been paying attention and they're living in there for a couple of weeks, you may have to, depending on your state, you may have to go through the eviction procedures. So a lot of different variables take place and there are similarities in squatters and trespassers. Um, so you got to be careful. Like you can't just go in and, and like move them out. You can verbally ask them, but I would be careful. Um, especially with trespassers. Well, sure. I mean, you could get attacked theoretically. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Your person could be assaulted. Um, 
but yeah, but that's the the really the big difference for landlords is that uh, you can call the cops on trespassers to have them kicked out by the cops immediately. Right. Squatters need to be evicted just as if they were normal tenants. So squatters somehow are, are given the same legal rights as actual mm-hmm. tenants who signed a contract with you, a lease contract with you, uh, which is very frustrating for a lot of landlords who said, you know, I never, uh, you know, I never signed a contract with this person. I never allowed them to move into my property and take possession of it. But now I have to go through the months long eviction process to get them out. And it, my um, with squatters, there could be even more involved than just a, an eviction. It, it could be, you might need an attorney at this point, depending how long it's gone. Right, right. So, you know, to, to circle back around, it's really about the length of time that someone has occupied your property, whether they are uh, a, a trespasser, whether they are a squatter, whether there is a risk of them taking legal ownership of your property through adverse mm-hmm. possession. So, you know, if, if someone has been there long enough to establish residency there, then they're a squatter and you have to evict right. them. Uh, you can't just call the cops and have the cops kick them out instantly. Uh, I mean, what was it? Colonial times, people, you know, plop their horse and buggy and stake their claim on a piece of land, built their home and it became theirs. So it's more or less kind of what it is. You know, a property is sitting, it's abandoned. Somebody goes in, they take care of it. Landlord doesn't check on it. And before you know it, you have a whole big issue here. So, yes, it could be a, a big problem as opposed to a trespasser. All right. So how, how can landlords prevent trespassers and squatters from entering the property? Well, the first thing is to keep an eye on the property. Don't ever just assume it's okay. I mean, I have had properties I don't think I've ever not knew what was going on any more than a week. Um Yet you do see people who do, who don't, they just, you know, pipes break, (laughs) all kinds of things are happening and they don't know. Um, So you want to. That goes for your primary residence too, not just Mm -hmm. rental properties, Um, you know, like snowbirds who leave town for six months at a time. I mean, we, we have friends internationally who own a property back in the U.S., own a home back in the U.S. that they do not rent out. They leave it vacant so that when they're home for a couple months out of the year, they can spend time Still there. Go there. But that property sitting vacant like nine or 10 months out of the year. And if people could, could have put move in the day after you leave and oh. you come back 10 months later, they will have long established residency there. I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. Um, and there are things obviously that you can do is you get a security system. I mean, they're very easy right now and it's, it, it, they're not even expensive at this point um, with some video to make sure that nobody is going in and out. And then if somebody is, then you can call the police immediately and say, you know, on my, uh, what's that doorbell one? Oh, <laughs> I saw uh, somebody yeah. going in and out. Right. Um, the other thing is, is if you find out somebody is in there, get right on that. Don't just um, hem and haul. I mean, you want to either contact oh, an attorney call the cops, just get right on it. I mean, I I will tell you that um, if they're there long-term and a cop goes out there and 
they show him like an electric bill with their name on it. Cause I've seen this happen even in domestic situations where two roommates are fighting. A cop will say, this isn't my jurisdiction. You have to take that to court. So you may, you know, not even have that to help you. So, um, yeah. So you want to stay on top of this and, and start things immediately. Don't wait. Um, and then obviously you want to screen your tenants. Squatters will tend to be, those professional tenants that we talk about. Um, right. They know their, their rights, they know the law, and- You know, every loophole. Right, so, you know, what a great way to get into real estate investing. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Um, you wanna know your laws, um, local and state laws regarding this situation because they're different. Um, some cities have really tight laws with this stuff, and some, some cities will find a landlord, a property owner for neglecting and abandoning a property because they're trying to, you know, get things cleaned up. So you got to be careful with that too. And if you're an out of town investor, you want to hire a property manager, you want to hire somebody or have somebody in those locations that are keeping an eye on things. Because if you're far away and you know, you don't know what's going on. This, you would be def a definite mark for this. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is why, for example, we partnered with Drew Sidget of Michigan for our co-investing deals. Um, you know, he's he's the boots on the ground guy. You know, he's he's the local expert, uh, the local person who is the eyes and ears and who is keeping a tab on the property. Um, you know, this this is why Denny and I aren't going out and just buying properties all over the country without having partnerships oh, in place yeah. in those places. So, all right, Denny, is there anything else uh, that you want to say about uh, trespassers versus squatters before we call this episode complete? Just, um, you know, keep your eye on your properties and know the difference. There's a very, very slight difference between the two. Um, another trespasser. Lines. Yeah. Another trespasser could be, um, a roommate who has somebody else living there that you didn't authorize, which we called unauthorized um, tenants or whatever. You, the dead boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> and then they have a fight and guess whose lap it's in. So just be aware, you know, what do we say? Visit your properties often to know what's going on in there. At least twice a year. Yeah. Visit your properties at least twice a year. And anyway, it's not just about checking up on your tenants too. It's also about checking for uh, repair issues because tenants are not necessarily very good at letting you know about problems at the property. So you, know, you need to go there and look for uh, necessary repairs, problems with the property. Obviously, look for lease infractions. You know that 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 sweet tenant who brings in her deadbeat boyfriend. You know, <laughs> or the seventeen family members in a two-bedroom apartment. I have had that happen before too. So have I. <laughs> it was. Interesting. And that's that's it. All right, guys. Well, stay in touch. Shoot us a message uh, over Facebook. You can email us at support at sparkground.com. Happy Thanksgiving. And yes. Oh, there's Otis. He's going to tell right. everybody. Yep. Your, Happy your Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free eight-video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. 
and we will catch you on the flip side.